Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. And welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship. Thank you so much for joining us today. Last week, we talked about a very woo-woo topic, I like to call it. Um, we talked about energy frequency and how it can make a difference. If you didn't get a chance to tune into that episode, please do. It's, it's a little bit off the cuff and unique, but um, it's definitely something that's been helpful in our, in our home. This week, we're going to give some quick tips on blending families with a child on the spectrum. Um, this subject kind of hits me a little bit close to home. I'm a stepmom myself. My oldest son is actually my stepson. Um, and we had Drayson, um, years later, but, um, it's, it's so important to make sure that a family is integrated and sometimes that can take a little bit more work for parents. Um, but in my opinion, it's totally worth it. So to all the parents out there, that um, have stepchildren that are entering maybe um, a marriage with a blended family, if you already have kids from previous relationships, um, you know, take it upon yourself to to really focus on how to integrate the kids and uh, make it a, a happy living environment for, for everyone. Um, change is hard, no matter if it's good or bad. Change can be difficult. So I thought it would be beneficial to give some quick tips because – it's, it's even harder for, I think, sometimes for someone on the spectrum um, because it's a change in their routine or it's a change in their environment. And so that can be really, really difficult. So um, I've, like I said, I've got some quick tips for integrating a blended family. First and foremost, don't make autism a big mystery, especially to your new family members that you might be bringing into your life. You know, be honest and forthcoming about your son or daughter um, being on the spectrum. Your new family members will appreciate that. You might find that they want to learn more about it so that they can have a further understanding themselves and know how to help you. Um, and it also shows that you're not ashamed um, and that you're not trying to conceal it because it is what it is. Uh, they're not going to change. You can't hide their autism. They're not going to be any different ever. So be honest and, and forthcoming about the situation. Be okay talking about autism. Um, educate your new extended family about what it is and explain to step-siblings that his or her brain operates differently and just thinks differently in a different way. And that's why sometimes things may not seem quote-unquote normal. Um, it's just because they think differently. And I think that that's so important in general, even if you're new getting a diagnosis or, like I said, if you're blending a family and you have a child on the spectrum, um, you know, being okay talking about autism is also good therapy for you. It's also good for you to be able to talk about it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be worried about or to, to conceal anything um, that you should have to be worried about. Um, and if that's a struggle for you, my suggestion is that you seriously consider talking to someone that can help you overcome that because the only thing that's happening is you're hindering um, a situation that's not going to go away. 
and um, to address it head on, it's, it's a much better situation in my opinion. Give your kids opportunities to become friends first before they become siblings, okay? Especially if you guys both have kids on both sides. Um, you don't need to wait until you're married to do family trips, vacations, or even go to events. So give the kids in, the, in, the, in this new blended family um, an opportunity to become friends first before they, they learn how to become siblings. Celebrate all of their differences. Rather than focusing on similarities, um, maybe point out the differences and the strengths of each child, and um, that's also going to create your child to learn how to be more acceptance, excuse me, to have more acceptance even within diversity in and of itself. So be okay to celebrate the differences as well. If you're, um, excuse me, if you are one of the new parents that maybe is getting an autistic child or, or bringing in an autistic child and you're new to that, take it upon yourself to understand the complexities of the behavior for kids with autism, okay? It's, we take on a lot of responsibilities as parents and this is no different. So take the responsibility to learn about autism and maybe about the behaviors so that you can help to understand your stepson or your stepdaughter. Encourage and compliment all of the children, not just ones on the spectrum, but encourage and compliment and try to keep your judgment card in check. Okay. And this is so hard to do sometimes as a parent. And I realize that, but try to not show bias, um, between your kids. Um, and I know that that's easier said than done. Um, but try what you would do for your child. You have to ask yourself if you would do for your stepchild. Okay. Be willing to be flexible and shift your priorities if needed. And don't take it personal if um, your child's behavior is directed at you. And this is speaking strictly for kids with um, autism and their behaviors. Try not to take it personal um, if the child's behavior is directed towards you. Um, because it's usually just a response to how they're feeling or their coping mechanism. It's unfair to hold your spouse accountable for your child's behavior. So... Um, if you are new, a new spouse taking in an autistic stepson or stepdaughter, just remember that it's not fair to hold your spouse accountable for their, for their child's behavior. You must show love and acceptance. Um, and feel free to have that open conversation with your spouse. Learn how can we help him or her? What can I do? Um, find out ways or tactics and, and be willing to take that on as well. Um, you guys are taking vows for better or for worse, right? So that's part of the love and acceptance that comes into play. Set clear expectations and boundaries um, in terms of daily life, chores, schedules, behaviors, etc. Um, maybe um, some sort of scheduling um, calendar for all of the kids would be beneficial. Um, setting up a list of activities, even involving maybe um, the other children that, that aren't on the spectrum to help with the activities list with the child on the spectrum, you know, help to formulate those things, um, structure that schedule so that it involves everyone, not just for that person that's on the spectrum. And always remember that, you know, siblings are siblings, autism or not. You guys are becoming a family, um, and all siblings are going to bicker and argue, and uh, family rules are always very, very important to have and follow and to manage, um, to manage all the situations in the household. So, And maybe come up with those family rules together. See what you guys come up with. Um, keep what you can unchanged. 
for all of the kids. Um, that helps. Change can be hard for anyone, but but especially for someone with autism who is used to structure and routine. So try to keep things um, as unchanged as possible if you can. Keep in mind that the way that you've always parented may m- not be the way that you can parent now. So you might need to expand or, you know, maybe your parent uh vault of tools. I always say, I always say, I'm going into the vault to see what I can do for in terms of my parenting skills. <laughs> so keep in mind that the way you've always parented may not be the way that you can parent now. And I really realized that with Cody, my oldest son, that, you know, he's, he's a, a, a neurotypical kid. And, um, you know, we didn't have to deal with a lot of the behaviors that we dealt with with, with Drayson. So I did have to parent him differently. Um, but also treat him the same in terms of consequences or structure. Um, I had to keep those things the same between both of those kids uh, or the kids. And it and it's hard. Um, it can be really, really difficult. Um, jump into activities, nurturing them, um, you know, supervising them, maybe carpooling. Start off small if you're new um, to having a child on the spectrum, if you're the step parent, ease yourself into some of these activities, you know, but start small, start with just maybe observing, start with maybe offering to take them to school and, um, kind of, you know, learning a little bit more about them, but start off with small things and work your way into the parenting routine. Okay. Um, I recommend that every step parent take it upon themselves to watch and learn and how to parent all of their new children, um, and and make sure you're having, like I said, that open conversation with your spouse. Love all your all of your children for who they are, autism or not. And uh, for your child with autism, try not to compare them to your neurotypical children. Um, instead of comparing similarities, and I mentioned this on on my um, podcast episode last week. Um, is it's really important that you try to also celebrate the differences. And you don't just point out the similarities, but you're also able to point out their differences and celebrate those as strengths because um, we're all unique in our own ways and we all have our differences, um, but we all have our strengths. And so I think that that needs to be celebrated a little bit more actively. I hope that these quick tips are helpful for you and your family, and at least you're thinking about ways that you can help make your family unit even stronger. This concludes our episode for today. So if you have questions, comments, or even a show topic that you would like to hear, please feel free to email me at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to friends and family. Um, We want to help as many people out there as we can with uh, resources and quick tips that we can provide. And feel free to give us a good rating on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have it all solved in a day. Take care. out <laughs> I get antsy angry. I get antsy so I'm like trying not to move and my leg you know I have my nerve I always have my leg a nervous leg like I always I, ever since I was a kid so I'm like trying to make sure I'm not swinging my leg too much so I don't look like I'm, <laughs> I'm like what's wrong with her
<laughs> okay, oh. that's going in the bloopers. Oh, God, okay, sorry. I'm like, what's wrong with her as I make this weird face? Okay. Okay, we're good.